Welcome to the Growth Chronicles, a mind-body-spirit podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I am your host, Dana Phillips. So today we have Miss Nicolina Kanapinski here joining us on the podcast. Hi, Nicolina. Hi. It is wonderful to have you here. Um, before we, here. Thank you, darling. Before we get into your bio, um, we're going to do a quick disclaimer. Uh, so the information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not meant to treat, diagnose, or otherwise cure any mental health or health conditions. So please continue to see your health care providers for your care. So Nicolina, we are excited to have you here. I cannot wait to have you share a little bit of your story. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, tell the, the the audience a little bit about your bio now. So Nicolina Kanapinski is a very seasoned 24-year-old who has been on an incredible and trying but beautiful journey. From finding her love of yoga and becoming a certified yoga instructor to her ambitious uh, public relations goals, she is constantly ebbing and flowing through life creatively and intuitively. Nicolina is um, an amazing warrior of humanity, consistently overcoming life's obstacles with her beauty and grace. Her deepened yoga practice has led to exploring things such as feng shui, manifesting miracles, magic, and what other spirit and what other spirituality means to her. Nicolina loves to help others and share her big heart with the world. She's a loyal, strong, and resilient person with the goals of making the world a better place today. She is the founder and yoga, she's a founder, excuse me, of Yoga with Nicolina, and she is available for private and um, corporate sessions, either online or in person, and she is located in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. So, Nicolina, tell us what you have been growing through. So very much recently, I took a big move from Florida to Arizona and had a whole new job, a whole new shift in career and friends and environment, everything. And, you know, I've been really growing through a lot of those goals. The reason I bring that up kind of first is so for so long, um, the last couple of years, I've been so focused on career goals and all my growth with that and measuring my progress compared to other people's successes when they had other opportunities and stuff. So I've kind of been growing through a lot of those, you know, mindsets of fear of failure, fear of success, um, kind of really figuring out who I am, who I want to be. Um, I've had a lot of time to really explore at least a career-wise who I am with also having personal passions on the side. So that's been cool. And then on an emotion level, the last year I've been really focusing on trying to increase my intuition and master um, like meditation and yoga and that practice and just a sense of spirituality and trying to grow that a lot stronger because I grew up not having any sense of religion or anything. So it was always something that caused me a lot of mental health issues because I had no sense of faith. I had no idea, no, no purpose and just even just purpose for being here you know I kind of was like what's the whole point of all of this and that can lead you down just a rabbit hole and affect you and roll over into everything in your lifestyle and 
in your life and just, you know, everything in your life's a reflection of you. So when you start kind of having a better belief system, I think I've just been trying to strengthen that a lot. And I don't know if I rambled. <laughs> You're perfect. No, so many. So you, you gave us so many juicy details and I have so many questions now. So okay. one of the questions I want to start with was one of the things that you said was comparing yourself to others, like in your, mm -hmm. your, where I guess, so did you mean like where you are in your stage of life versus mm -hmm. where they are in their stage of life? And then um, follow up to that is really, what did you do to kind of break away from that? Because I think a lot of us are so guilty of that, of, okay, mm -hmm. well, you know, we look at somebody else and think, oh, I should be you know, I should be married or I should have kids mm -hmm. or I should be, you know, career wise, mm -hmm. I should be here. And all of these shoulds really, you know, they just, they become so heavy. Like Tony Robbins always says, don't should, don't mm -hmm. should yourself. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> kind of like what it is, but that word is so, so heavy. So how did you start to find yourself like breaking away from that? Um, identifying it, I think, and then breaking away um, mm -hmm. is, 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 I think a, a good way to, to kind of start this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when, um, when you grow up, okay. So at least for me, kind of, I was stuck in that mindset for so long of, of comparing myself to others of kind of having that because I didn't really have any good role models. I was always a very ambitious kid and always saw myself doing really big things and much success and all of that and not having any stability in that caused me to look elsewhere. So I was constantly looking at what other people were doing. Oh, this person is treated good and favored by X, Y, and Z. Let me, let me follow them. Let me do that. And then that I find out later on developed so much imposter disorder. I mean, all that. And so I was on that mindset for so, so long and, you know, trying to find like the right things to do, constantly seeking others approval and all of that. And even growing up in a world of social media, you know, you can't help but do that online. That's all you're doing. You're just looking at other people's lives and you can only reflect inward about that because, you know, you only have your own subconscious. So with that, um, I think it took me and not until like after college, honestly, or sometime in college where I kind of really noticed, like, I kind of started learning a lot more, you know, I spent years in therapy and growing through that and then finding yoga and kind of practicing that and trying to better myself and taking those times because at least what yoga has always taught me is it's not really about what you're doing, like posture wise, it's just kind of taking that moment to turn inward to so much more, even if you're not consciously aware of it in the moment. So a lot of that caused me to be like, oh my God. And I realized over time, like most other people aren't, aren't thinking like this. Most other people are, you know, happy, good, confident and stuff like that. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. So kind of keep digging and, um, I think I think I noticed that when I was about 21, 22, and then kind of always felt this like stuckness, though, you know, I was aware of it, but couldn't like overcome it. And then that's when I kind of kept diving even deeper into my spirituality and being like, oh, well, what's this? Oh, well, what's that? Oh, that can heal that. Oh, there's energy stored in our body. How crazy. And um, and that's just crazy in itself, just because so many people don't even realize we're energetic beings. Like we've literally been taught this science our entire life. It's right in front of us. And yet people don't comprehend like things we can't see on a physical level that that can also affect. Yeah. So that's just crazy. And so 
then I, I honestly, I found you. We did a lot of work and had a long, 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 awesome growth journey. And did it? Um, <laughs> no, we did. We did. <laughs> You've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> um and so then let me think what was what was your kind of main question <laughs> sorry um basically how you know you started kind of getting yourself out of like the comparison thing but I you know that's that was actually since you're kind of talking about that and I guess you're about to answer that like the the and we've actually talked about this on the show previously was imposter syndrome right mm-hmm. so that that comes in so hard and heavy and mm-hmm. and one of the things that I love and admire about you so much, and one of the reasons that I needed to have you on the show was because <laughs> at 24 years old, you are so self-aware. And actually, you know, that's what I love about your job. Like, I love working with your generation because mm-hmm. you guys are just hungry. <laughs> you guys are like, We're like, please. Yeah. You guys have the self-awareness that you're like, I have these feelings. I don't know what to do with them. I just need them either fixed or gone or healed or something. And mm-hmm. just something. And I love, love, love. Like when I'm in my coaching, I love working with, with you guys because your generation is just so hungry for healing and for, mm-hmm. you know, just something else. And, yeah. and you guys always come in super, super hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's always wonderful to see it. Um, but your journey specifically always was very, um, I think it always kind of hit home a little bit because I kind of saw a lot of myself in you, mm-hmm. um, for a lot of that. Um, even though mm-hmm. I was 24, I had two children. <laughs> so I was in a, definitely in a different space. Um, but, but a lot of it, you know, is we, we go through the same things. It's just kind of a parallel universe, right? So that imposter mm-hmm. syndrome and all of that. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about the imposter syndrome. And then I'd like to, for you to, like to dive in a little bit more about the energetic beings and us mm-hmm. and the energy and on our body and, you know, all yeah. the things that you kind of feel in your releasing when you do yoga. Oh, it's so good. Oh, God. That's a whole nother. <laughs> I can talk about that stuff forever. Um, so to kind of kind of go back to answering your question yeah so the imposter syndrome and kind of stepping out of that I think for me it was when I was you know I had the self-awareness for so long and I was like okay I need the change and then that's when I met with you and I was like I do the things I go to therapy I exercise I'm I'm having career goals I'm having other goals and I'm like still just in this uh and then we did a lot of, you know, radical healing and it was a lot and that kind of doing that work and having that program in place, I was like, okay, now let me look at other things I can cut out that can help. And I realized a lot of it too was I was obsessing over social media. I was constantly going on there and that was keeping me in this box because it was all I was feeding myself. And, um, and we can't help it. We're just in this generation on our phones all day and stuff. So I decided to cut it all out for like, probably probably almost nine months. I didn't have all of them, like eight or nine months or something. And um, what that did is that just allowed me to just not look at that stuff and just focus on myself. And because my phone wasn't active as much, like my screen time went down and that caused me to do things more like sit outside, meditate more, have time for more yoga. Um have time for 
so many, so many things, you know, so many other things that help you get to know who you are and actually experience and live rather than staring at somebody else's life. And I think that was a big thing for me. And yeah, and I think a lot of people should kind of take a break from it. You know, there's a lot of pressures to have it nowadays, you know, and everybody asks you for your Instagram, not your phone number anymore. So, so it's like kind of need to have it. And I don't know. I think it's good to take a break. And I think social media can be awesome. But if you're in that right headspace, if you have that self-love, that self-awareness in place, because otherwise it's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. One of the things that you said was that you look around and you saw so many people that were happy around you. And for me, when, when I see those things, it's so interesting because like a lot of people that I know on social media are, you know, either the clients or just friends or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So the things that they post on social media, they're just so happy and they're so, and I'm like, you know, some of us know you in real life, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't even so like each behind closed doors. Like what is happening? <laughs> so I think, yeah. So I think for me, I just, I, I stopped putting stock into that because, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's, I'm not saying that everybody's like that and, and, you know, whatever. Um, and some people are genuinely happy. Like I do know some couples that are like genuinely super, super happy. And those are the ones that I admire. Those are the ones Mm -hmm. that, you know, when I was trying to define relationships and what I wanted in the relationship, those were like the goals that I wanted to hit. So I think it's kind of having discernment, like when Mm -hmm. you're like following social media, and mm-hmm. just kind of saying, okay, well, how much bullshit is this? And how much reality mm-hmm. is it? And it, mm-hmm. just kind of being accepting that, you know, it's probably a good portion of both. And it's absolutely yeah. okay. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes putting that face on and putting that mask on is mm-hmm. needed only because to make yourself feel better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just trying yeah. to, to get yourself yeah. like, okay, something has to be nice in my life. And, and there's that. So I think that that's, you know, there's so many reasons that people, um, you know, can portray something so that they don't feel mm-hmm. lonely, so that that, you know, they mm-hmm. feel like they're a part or something. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's the, the, the heaviness of, of it though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to add to that actually. Um, oh, to, so I tried to before I deleted all of it I tried to you know clear it out because some people are like oh well organize you know and have like affirmations on my Instagram feed so I'm like following positive accounts you know a lot of people will suggest to their friends like oh follow this account delete negative accounts whatever right and I did that but then it kind of drove me up a wall like I literally kept going on my phone and was like it's like it's okay to cry it's okay to do this it's okay to and just try this and just try that and here's a meditation tip and I was like ah like there was so much there was so much do good that it made me feel even almost more like almost more terrible feel guilty for not doing all the things that were helping and I was like oh my god yes yes like almost like a false positivity right yeah yes and you know that's one of the things that I I'm really big on like, look, if you're angry, be angry. If you're sad, be Mm -hmm. sad. Like I'm all about like feeling all of the feels and getting through it because, because we're human. We're we're here to have human Mm -hmm. experiences. It's not, 
not healthy to not be angry or to feel sad or to have any of those emotions. I think, you know, being able to have all of those emotions and hell, if you know me, I have those emotions sometimes, all of those emotions in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it can be all of those things from, you know, zero to a hundred in 10 minutes. And, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, because I love myself and I forgive myself and I don't, I don't display my emotions in a destructive manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, uh, that's, that's really big. And I think that's important. I, I've learned how to navigate through that. And, and that's what I, I tried to, to also teach. Um, mm-hmm. m- we can move into to energy now in the body. So tell us about what you've learned now being a yoga instructor, um, you know, how that's affecting, you know, your emotions mm-hmm. and your anxiety and, and everything else that kind of comes along with it. Mm-hmm. So the first time for me that was kind of really eye-opening at how awesome and beneficial this practice is, is this was even before I knew about energy stored in the body and I was just doing yoga, but growing up with a lot of the circumstances, you know, I had, I had, a, I was in fight or flight for most of my life. So I just had all those suppressed emotions and all of that stuff. So, but I had no idea about that on, you know, that kind of plane and one day I was doing yoga and I was, you know, doing some hip opening practice. So I was like, oh, you know, hips feel tight. I'm going to focus on that one today. And then I started like shaking immensely and it started getting like really, really hot. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is crazy. And then I felt like a big release, but then I just started bawling my eyes out. Like it came out of nowhere. I didn't even really know what I was crying about. It was just sobbing like gasping for air like it was the craziest thing ever and I think for me I used to be such a have to see it to believe it person and that was one of those moments where I was like oh and then I started researching and I was like oh that's insane like this is so cool and then had so many more moments like that and in my yoga teacher training we you know talked about that so much and had even a pranic healing class where we all kind of sat there and like even did all that and then it's led me to explore things like Reiki and even just certain massage therapy can do so much more for you than you even realize you have all the pressure points in your body and everything and it's just really crazy like there's so many different massages and glands and all of this stuff that you can do and they all correlate to something and it's all right there. It's all always been right there for everybody to read and everything. And I've just always been fascinated about the body. So when I found that out, I was like, Oh, and then the more I learned about manifestation and stuff like that, I'm like, Oh, let me grab this from here. Let me take that and yes. come my way. And yeah, it's crazy. And, and I've gotten a lot more attuned to uh, in tune with my body now to where I'll notice if I start to feel stuck that it'll like if I feel crampy in my body and I don't do anything about it, if I feel tight somewhere, I'll start to get really, really agitated and really, really grumpy. I'll start freaking out about stuff that wasn't a problem two seconds ago. And it's just it's insane. And then once I get that release, I'm like emotionally, mentally so much more clear, calm, constructive rather than like destructive. And it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that so much. You have embraced your magical side so beautifully and you have become such a master manifester. 
<laughs> it, has, it has been absolutely wonderful to watch you in, in your journey. Um, the uh, One of the things that I kind of wanted to, to touch back on is, mm -hmm. um, you know, not just feeling the emotions and how our body, you know, has uh, traps the emotions, you know, our, our body remembers trauma. And, you know, every cell has, and we, we talked about this, every single cell carries an emotion, right? And I mm -hmm. love how you've learned to take that now and to learn how to do release work with it mm -hmm. um, energetically and also, you know, in a very somatic um, practice. Mm -hmm. um, and so now how are you using that to manifest? Because I, I, I kind of want you to, to, you know, help the audience understand mm -hmm. why, because I think a lot of times people get so frustrated when they can't mm -hmm. manifest they're like, oh, this shit doesn't work. Oh, I just shouldn't really, you know what I mean? Type deal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's so much more to manifesting than just sitting and saying, hey, I want a brand new car. Hey, I want a brand new car. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not how it works, right? So it's, <laughs> that's not what we're here to do. We can't just say, hey, I, I want wish. a brand new car. And yeah. And then it just like shows up. We don't have like a genie mm -hmm. in the bottle. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's so many different intricate parts to manifesting and how we can do a whole, you know, thing on manifesting. But tell me, how you've learned to use now your body and your frequency and your energy for that manifesting. Okay. So I think, I think that, well, for me, I just do know I'm a lot more in flow and a lot more um, quicker to get my manifestations and be blessed with them um, when I'm consistently doing things like yoga and meditation and um, when I was saying earlier how like, you know, I can tell when my body's like not in flow when I'm having some stagnant energy and stuff like that. Um, just because it, it literally makes sense. It makes so much sense, at least in my brain, like it makes so much sense that, you know, if your body's tight and you have all these, this stored energy, this cluttered, stuck energy, nothing can go there nothing new can move in like if you have a lot of clutter in your space you can't put anything new in there's no room for it at all so it's really kind of like once you break that up and start releasing and letting that roll out and flow out back into the earth or wherever you are and I think once you start doing that it just makes the most sense that like where energy flows manifestations come where energy flows money goes love goes all of those things and it's like basically just like a, a block you know like and they say there are blocks or energy blocks all of that stuff but it really does make the most sense and you can put it in like a practical matter you know like when the roads closed <laughs> You can't go. Can't go. And that's that's true. Yeah, there's a roadblock and no nowhere you're not going anywhere. And that's exactly how our body is, right? Our body is is a road and you know, we keep putting these blocks and these obstacles in mm -hmm. the blocks are, you know, our limiting beliefs, our cycles, our past experiences, our traumas, our you know, society, mm -hmm. all of the things, you know, whatever it is. And each one of those things that it, it, not that you may not ever manifest it, but it's going to take so much longer because now mm -hmm. it has to go through all of these breaking, mm -hmm. has to break through all of these different blocks. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing, and I, and this is one of my favorite saying is that you can't be in a state of flow and resistance at the same time. Mm -hmm. 
So if you are in a state of flow, everything is flowing, right? You're, yeah. And you have those ebbs and flows, you know, just in life. But if you're in that, yeah. like, that, that healthy state of flow, like you mm -hmm. said, you're receiving, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be a master receiver in mm -hmm. order to be a master manifester. Like mm -hmm. that is so, so important. You have to understand that those two things have to live together. They go yeah. hand in hand. And I yeah. love I love that for you that you've learned to become such a master receiver. And for me, when I learned to do that, a lot of that was mm -hmm. giving myself permission. Yeah, yeah, right? that too. That forgiveness, that self-love, giving myself mm -hmm. permission to, to receive. And I'm worthy of those things mm -hmm. and not putting somebody else's limiting beliefs on myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's so insane. We just kind of get it. And most of the, those mindsets, too, that make you think that you're unworthy or undeserving or anything mainly come from when you're so young, you know, the first impressions you're having kind of really core memories. And it's just insane that, you know, you're taught that at such a young age. Like, no, no wonder the world is so fucked. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's crazy. <laughs> like, we're all just grumpy adults running around like I can't do anything <laughs> and it's like oh no wonder we're failing as a society <laughs> not actually I know there's a lot of people doing great work but you yeah. know, it feels <laughs> so like there's more, you know, more people like us come to the the flow side you know I was gonna add to that um when I first moved to Arizona um I kind of had a really quick move everything was happening go 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 so fast you know literally moved all my things and shipped everything over here and had the job secured within like 10 days like it was quick and um and I I kind of got here and then I got really really busy with getting started with work and trying to find a new place and just getting settled that I kind of burnt myself out and then I just had a hard crash for a couple weeks and I knew I was doing it to myself and I just was not in flow. I was having those terrible mindsets, all the the physical pains and like the anxiety and my, my skin even looked paler and like, you know, there was just so many other things that just just weren't right you know I was really grumpy nothing was working and then I was sitting there trying to like journal all grumpy and trying to be like why won't this work I need this to work and just literally causing so much restrict uh, restriction and friction and just so much you know and then I finally started kind of just being like I kind of gave up you know I'm like all right well the universe doesn't want to listen to me. I'm just going to give up, right? Because that's what we think. Fine, I'm going to take my toys and yeah. go home. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, that's what we think in our mind. We think the universe is going to be like, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> and so I kind of just did that. And I just chilled out and was like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit in my somber. And I did. And then a day later, I was like, oh, I feel kind of better, you know, because I actually just allowed <laughs> myself to feel rather than make myself feel bad for feeling bad and not doing anything. And um, once I let myself feel, I'm like, okay. And then I started doing yoga. And then that's when I, I literally had, this was like uh, two weeks ago, I think just about two weeks ago. And I was on the floor, you know, doing hip opening exercises. But this time I like knew it. I knew my hips were tight. I know the 
the emotions coming and I felt it and I was just holding it for a while and I was like oof here it comes and just started bawling my eyes out almost like hysterical but I also got into the point now where it was funny in like my yoga teacher training I was telling all of them like oh, I love when this like traumatic irrational energy release <laughs> comes out because like it's super traumatizing and and a lot and emotional and heavy but it's so rewarding. It's yeah. so releasing. You know, yeah. you just let out so much. And so when I had that, I was like literally crying, but also like, yes, at the same time. <laughs> and it was just really good. And then I felt better. And then next thing you know, I'm getting a million signs again. And oh, hey, this person answered my email. They want to do this. Oh, hey, this is working out. Oh, okay. This person just complimented me or like just all good things, you know? And oh, like, yeah it's just it's just crazy it really goes to show like that was like a perfect example for me to kind of really I think since I've been on this journey and you know you taught me all things manifesting and being in flow and kind of what all that means I think this was like the first time since um learning that I really got out of flow and really saw myself kind of do all the down things and just kind of it it's just you know, I give myself a lot of compassion for it because I needed to heal. I, I needed to have those couple weeks, but it's like, okay, now I know what to do to get myself back. And sometimes that's even the killer too, is like, you know, what's going to make you feel better and you refuse, but that's when you really just need to let yourself feel and just be, and then you'll, it'll come back. It always does. It's ebb and flow of life. So it's like, yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. I love that <laughs> so much. I, you know, the, the, and okay, so many things my DVD is like, <laughs> my brain is like, <laughs> my mouth is like, no, slow down. <laughs> um, so grace and compassion, right? Especially when we're going through these dark times, because I remember some of the conversations that we had, and I, you did not want to hear some of the things that I had to say, which was grace and compassion. I was like, it's going to be okay. And you're like, but I just needed to feel better. And it will just not right the second, just be mm-hmm. in it. A lot of times we just, we have to be in it, right? To experience the, the sadness and the pain and the thing, mm-hmm. but also to remember that it's all temporary. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to last and, and it, you don't have to stay in there. That for me was such a huge lesson. And even now when, when I kind of get into, into my spells, right. Of, Mm-hmm. you know, kind of where I'm, I just know that I don't have to unpack here. I can honor it. I can release it. And then I can mm-hmm. pick up and I can, I'm never starting fresh. Right. As the other thing that I think we learned is that we're never starting fresh. We're mm-hmm. just, because we're taking all of the things that we learned in all of these like little traumatic yeah. times. Yeah. And we can now use those things and be more resilient and be a little mm-hmm. bit more badass this time around. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'll stay up a little bit longer than I stay down, but you know, when I do sit down, hell, I deserved it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I fought like hell to get here and, and I'm yeah. going to sit my ass down somewhere, right? yeah. <laughs> and cry and rest yeah. and have some ice cream and leave me alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And pow and all that. Right. And pow. And tomorrow I'll be just fine, but just right now, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly yeah yeah I don't think I, I left bed like for almost yeah like 22 hours and I was like you know what I really needed it yeah <laughs> so it was Absolutely. a lot and yeah you just gotta give yourself that 
at time for sure. Oh, I was thinking of something right as you were saying that, but it'll come back. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. amazing. Well, I am, and I, I've, I've said this to you countless times, and I will continue to say this to you. I am absolutely so impressed and so proud of you for all of the hard work that you have done and that you continue to do and the example that you set now in the community and the work that you are putting into the community because you know your light is needed you are a lighthouse for others now and you know that's one of my big sayings is mm-hmm. you know sometimes we have to go through the trauma in order to be a lighthouse for others and i see your beautiful light shine so so brightly um, and i know that you'll be able to help others out from the storm and i believe in you and I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for you and to have you here, not just in the podcast, but also mm-hmm. uh, you know, as part of my life. Well. Mm-hmm. Rock. Uh, <laughs> no, you're no, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. A lot of the things I I, you know, kind of wouldn't be here without you. You know, I wouldn't have the confidence I had to you were that lighthouse for me you know and I I'm forever grateful for you to that because I can confidently say like I love me now you know and I think me last year would never have been able to even comprehend a thought like that I'm like self-love who even needs it you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were not happy when I said so we'll learn self-love and you were like uh yeah right Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Uh so funny. Yeah, I was gonna add to that quickly, kinda um I was thinking earlier about that specifically, like I can confidently say I love me now and I actually took a little little thing just to record it down because I liked the thought that I had and it was, you know, like we, we really advocate, oh, growth, yes, I'm going through my growth journey, it's my healing journey, and we make it all fun, and yay, but it's, it's like, we kind of just, not dismiss, not saying anyone literally dismisses, but like, we kind of dismiss that, yeah, it takes a lot of trauma to get to that point, a lot of those days where you're sitting there pouting, and eating your ice cream, and doing as you please, and doing it grumpy, and doing it pissed, because, that's just what you have to go through and you got to go through a lot to even just crawl out of that and you got to find all that grit and motivation and discipline and stuff and like it's just hard it's hard work and so I don't want anyone to dismiss it as this cute little fun thing because it's like us in the spiritual community we're like nah yeah that growth was 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 something yeah you know? <laughs> yeah yeah and and the thing about that is that and I've talked about this before and in, in, in other episodes it's like that onion right so you you start you're peeling the onion and you get mm-hmm. through some and everything is okay and you're like yes I've healed it and I'm good and yes mm-hmm. and go me and you know I've, I've gotten so well yeah 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 I'm good mm-hmm. and then something happens and you're like what the fuck? Like, what? I thought really? I healed this. Why are you showing back up? Why are you here? Yeah, like, nope, you're getting more. You're getting more. And here's the thing about it is that you're never going back to heal just that same thing. You're going, even if it's the same situation, right, or the same trauma, it's a deeper level. And so mm-hmm. what I've learned is that you're, you know, that grit and that growth and that strength and that resilience, you know, like I said, when you get back up, you're going mm-hmm. in, you're never just a fresh start again. 
you you get that resilience and you get that strength just to go a little bit deeper and each time mm-hmm. you're going just just a little little bit deeper and you're peeling just mm-hmm. one more little even if it's a super thin layer yeah. you're peeling that off and yeah. give yourself the grace for that and you're right it is hard work like this <laughs> is not it is not look this is not for mm-hmm. the faint hearted right this is not mm-hmm. it. This yeah. is not it but not at all <laughs> the rewards and the healing on the other side is absolutely magical and that's the one thing that i i can always promise is if if you just keep getting back up you're going to be yep. just you're going to be fine yep even if it's just a little while <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly it's just it's still so rewarding you know and once people finally do and do that thing it's like yes okay yes. I did it. This, this is what I was craving. This is what I needed. And it tastes even more sweeter, you know, even Doesn't it? sweeter. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Nicolina, it was an absolute honor to have you here, my dear. We can't wait to have Thank you, you back. Um, so go ahead now and provide your, um, your company information. And you do see, you do uh, virtual sessions as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I am available for um, yoga and meditation classes, either group classes, retreats, events for corporations or just anything, you know, and um, private one on one sessions. I can do like weekly programs with them, work with them and have, you know, a consistent schedule and everything. So you can find my website at yogawithnicolina.com or follow me on Instagram at yogawithnicolina. You can either book a class and message on my website or just message me directly on Instagram. I, I don't bite, so <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I have a photography website as well. It's uh, not Nico. Uh, it's not N-O-T hyphen N-I-C-O dot com. It's just my photography page. Um, you'll be available to buy prints. And yep, just a passion of mine and just wanted to share my art. So yeah. It's absolutely stunning. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So we will uh, close this session with um, a quote by Claire Zamet. To navigate safe passage through dark night of the soul, you must have faith in yourself and the goodness of life. Even if you can't feel it, and especially if you have no evidence of it, Make choices and take actions as though you believe that all of life is supporting your healing, evolution, and ultimate success. And what's crazy is that I picked this quote before even knowing what we were going to, because this isn't scripted. (laughs) We just jump into conversation. So this quote was meant to happen. Thank you, Claire. (laughs) So be sure to check out our services and incredible line of journal journals and workbooks for children through adults on our website, www.snhcoaching.com. Uh, uh, our information as well as Nic- Nicolina's information will be in the podcast notes. So definitely check that out. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to connecting with you. And until next week, be kind to yourself and others. Ciao for now.